And welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I'm your host, Lou Mangiello, and this is show number 685. And together, we're going to celebrate the magic of the Disney parks, movies, Marvel, Star Wars, and more, as we have for the past 17 years. Here on the podcast, my weekly live video on Facebook every Wednesday night, events, blog, and more. Please be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, and find everything else at www.radio.com. So I invite you to come with me this week to one of Walt Disney World's delicious hidden gems, Territory Lounge at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, for a live review of the, admitted, entire lounge menu that you're definitely going to want to try or revisit again. Then stay tuned for a Disney trivia question of the week, where you can enter for a chance to win a Disney prize package, including details about my live coverage and videos from the maiden voyage of the Disney Wish starting this Thursday, July 14th, and a special event in Walt Disney World that I'm hosting that I want you to come and be a part of. If you like what you hear, please share the show and tell a friend, and then sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WW Radio Show. I've always believed that the resorts in Walt Disney World are attractions in and of themselves. And one of my favorites since the first time I visited continues to be Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Don't believe me? Check the show notes and see how many times I've done a podcast about Wilderness Lodge. Going back to show 48, where we talked about the background music. Going back to show 208. A DSI with the Wilderness Lodge history, stories, and details. Going back to show 212, where we look into the history and stories and take a virtual tour of the Carrollwood Pacific Room. <laughs> Going back to show 482, a live review of Geyser Point, which is still oh so very good. If only there was, well actually there is somebody, and show 676, a Wilderness Lodge resort report, which I did with the person who's joining me today because to know her is to love her. And if you've heard me talk on the show in the past, you know that I've promised Becky not one, not two, not three, but countless live dining lounge reviews. I am a man of my word, and we're sitting in one of my favorite. When we did the top ten lounges in Walt Disney World, Territory Lounge was very high on my list. And so tonight, why are you looking at me funny? because you never listened to the show. <laughs> Joining me tonight for a live review of Territory Lounge. Check this one off the box. I, I keep my promises. Becky Mankin from Mouse Fan Travel. Finally! Just say thank you. Finally, Just don't say... Finally in a lounge. Well, actually, I was thinking before. The one that we did in Italy was probably a lounge review. That could have actually... It was. Tutta Gusto yeah. was a lounge review. And again, just you and I... Um, Again, if only there was somebody, there I was finally somebody. found somebody. And, and I showed up and see what happens. We're going to like drink all the drinks and eat all the food and it'll be fun. And that's why Becky showed up. Exactly. I promised her a lounge, oh, alcohol, okay. and air conditioning. Is- you freaked out a little bit when you saw the kids, but other than that, it's fine. A baby in a bar, but no. you know. It's, by the way, it's five o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> that's okay because, you know, whatever. But I, I just want to make it very clear that this is only one of the lounge reviews of the about 30 that you promised Correct. So Correct. There is a, um, there is a, uh, and actually, no, I take that back. Hmm. This is one of multiple that we will do. And then we will come, we will at some point in the very new fe- near future, because we haven't actually done, we haven't gotten to the top 10 lounges in Walt Disney World. 
So it really was more of a, just to let you know, Territory Lounge is going to make the list based on what we see and do and taste tonight. Um, I think you and I, we've been here a few times together before. Um, I love it here. It's sort of tucked out of the way. It's incredibly well-themed. I won't go too much into the details, go back to our DSI where we talk a lot about it. But I really sort of dig the overall vibe and location of this lounge, which is just off the lobby, but still sort of close to the outside pool area. And it's close to the restaurant, too. So it's a nice place to sit and have a cocktail while you're waiting for your reservation if you come in early, which is kind of nice. And this looks like where I come from. It's got that Pacific Northwest feel, uh, that wood lodge um, uh, atmosphere to it with all of the open uh, open beams and you know a couple of wooden bears. You can't go wrong in a place that has a couple of wooden bears, right? I've seen your house. It looks nothing like no. this. <laughs> I don't mean my house. I mean the, the whole Pacific Northwest area. It's got that vibe. And as you look at the menu, it's inspired by the Pacific Northwest. Therefore, it fits. What are you laughing at me for? <laughs> <laughs> Becky has the menu open right to the cocktail. Of course. Uh, right to the cocktail. So really? let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Um, because one of the things I, the reason why I chose this is... Obviously, for the menu, right? Some of the different lounges throughout Walter's World property, not everyone has an actual lounge menu with food. So, for example, we've talked in the past before. I love Bellevue Lounge mm-hmm. at the boardwalk, but there's nothing to eat there. And so when we get to the top ten, it's going to be partially based not just on location and theme, but the quantity and the quality of the menu as well. We'll also talk about sort of what qualifies as a lounge, whether it's in a resort or lounges in the parks, because things like is Space 220 get on that list. So what are some of the other in-park lounges? But let me cover the small bites. You can cover the cocktails. Becky's freaking out about the kids, by the way. It's so, God, we have to start doing these on video. So the small bites menu consists of five items and then two sweets. So there's a mushroom bisque. The house-made chips with chimichurri ranch dip, hello, uh, which which has a plant-based option upon request. There's the artisanal cheese and charcuterie at $22. Chipotle glazed barbecue rib, three bones for $13, five bones for $17. And the Oregon Chardonnay fondue at $14. You had me at pretzel bread. You kept me at grapes on the vine. And there's also a flourless chocolate cake. We're getting this just... It's a flourless chocolate cake cauldron. cauldron. It's a cauldron. That that has your name written all wait, over. Oh no! It actually surprises me a little bit because it makes me wonder how it's going to be served. It's going to be chocolate cake in a big. I'm I'm going to bring lighting effects, and you're going to do the double double toil and trouble goes, over it. That goes on in the restaurant now. Remember, they, also, they did introduce the, the evil queen a little bit earlier, and do you know I haven't been there yet. I haven't either. If only there was somebody, if only there was somebody anybody who would anybody go, who would go. With well, us I too. would go with you, but I have. I'm not sure if you know this oh, about. Um, so this that used to be Artist Point, which was one of the more upscale, amazing yeah. restaurant with amazing dishes, unique items, a lot of unique. It is now the storybook dining experience, and I've heard nothing but good things. But the one thing you're not going to like about it, Becky, there's a lot of children in there. I'm fine with children. I don't. I still. Fourteen years later, and I still don't know where you where you got this uh, the obsession. About <laughs> she's giving me the stop saying that children thing. All right. So I think we're going to get everything on the menu. Everything. Maybe we'll skip the bisque. Okay. Yeah. I'm just a, because I'm it's it's 137 degrees outside, today. and it's it's kind of difficult to share. Listen, whatever <laughs> cooties I got, you got. Just we've been together a long time. Um, there's also an extensive. There's a two-page wine and huge, huge beer menu here. I am not a beer drinker, but there's also an entire page of cocktails. I will let you guide us through the the area, really the reason why you're here. Well, I am not a beer drinker myself. However, in the Pacific Northwest, beer is a big deal for us. So they've got a very large uh, selection of bottled beer here. Everything from your typical Budweiser into Angry Orchard, Corona. Uh, But then they get into some of the more unusual, which is kind of fun, like the Funky Buddha Seasonal, which I know it sounds very interesting to me. Um, The Sierra Nevada IPAs. Um, 
couple of the other ones that, oh, they do also have a, a Wildberry Sparkling Hard Soda, if you'd like that. So a lot of bottled beer options. And then they have a couple things on draft, too, where the Bud Light, Moosehead Lager, um, there's a Space Dust IPA and a Kentucky Bourbon Ale that they have on draft, which a lot of my beer-drinking friends love to pick their lounges based on what draft beers are available versus the bottled beer. So for those, those beer drinkers out there, and we won't go into the reasons why I don't drink beer. <laughs> Becky, drink beer. wait a second. What? Your spell worked. You literally waved your hands and the kids disappeared. There's no more kids in the bar. I know. That you, didn't, you walked up to one of the waitresses and I said, didn't. do you know who I am? You literally <laughs> waved your hands in the air. And the families walked out. So I'm not funny. saying that you it was are so funny. I'm anyway. so I'm honest too. By the way, I'm going to take pictures. He's he's honest, not about some things, about some things. And he's putting the microphone and the camera in my face, which is perfect. So the cocktails, they have five different specialty cocktails, but they do have a full bar. So if something here doesn't make you happy, there's definitely something that they can make or brew back there if you want to go. If you want to go down that path, Lou, we can really just go down that path. Um, but they have, I, I love this, a welcome home for $14, which is Svedka. I can never say that word. That one. Contro. Thank you. Pineapple, cranberry juice, and lime. They also have an Our Neighborhood. So I, I kind of like the names of some of these. With a rum, a blackberry cordial, strawberry puree. Well, that one sounds really good. Orange juice and blackberries. Hmm. Yum. A first timer, which I don't think I qualify for that one, <laughs> probably. Uh, Maker's Mark, uh, blueberry cordial, uh, cranberry juice, and an almond syrup. Territory Refresher, which always sounds refreshing when they put refresher in the name. Uh, Hendrix Cream de Banana, which, you know, a good mi- Minions drink if they show up unexpectedly on Disney property. Wrong park. <laughs> and pineapple, watermelon, and lime, and I'm, I'm looking at that one. That looks good. And then they also have a Lodge Fizz, which is Absolute Vodka, Triple Sec, Cranberry Juice, and topped with Sprite. So that sounds like a lighter, more refreshing cocktail. So they do have a lot of, of good choices here that kind of range from the lighter to a little bit more heavy. And I have two that I think I may have to choose from. Or you'll just order both. Well, we could do that, too. You might have to get me a minivan to get I was back like, to you, you took a minivan here, didn't you? No, I drove, so we shouldn't have, I should have thought about that one a little bit in advance. Well, that's all right. Next week when we do the next one, I'll make sure to take a minivan. Oh, yeah. And the only thing better than the atmosphere and the food at Territory Lounge is the service. Ava, it is nice to see you. We are so excited to be here, not just because you're here, but because we're starving too. What is your favorite small bite item on the menu? I love our cheese fondue. So it's Chardonnay, Gruyere, and cheddar cheese with delicious pretzel bread and fresh grapes. That is our absolute favorite. We just bonded because it's my favorite thing on the menu, okay, too. However, we don't just want the, we don't just want the fondue. Okay. We would also like three ribs. Perfect. And we would also, do you want this cheese and charcuterie, too? Yeah, mm-hmm. hello. Her Majesty would like the cheese and charcuterie. Yeah. And we would like the potato chips, too. So basically everything but the bisque, please. <laughs> Are you sure about the bisque? The bi- <laughs> let me tell you. The bisque comes from Artist Point. Oh, Yes, um, our ribs come from Whispering Canyon. And then everything else, well, let's say the um, cheese board you can also find at Geyser Point. The fondue you can only find here, so that's a, like a signature. That's our specialty. Yes, you can only find it here. But yes, I will double think that about the mushroom bisque. So do we get the bisque and ditch the cheese and charcuterie? No, oh, you're saying no. Becky's like, no. Oh, you can't. You so, ditch that. I'm sorry. I would say probably go for the bisque instead of the potato chips. The potato chips are just regular potato chips. Okay. All okay. right. I'll buy that. Okay. The chimichurri ranch is amazing. Oh. Ava, you're killing me, Smalls. I would say get one of everything. I mean, okay. It is for research purposes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one, of ev- one of everything, please. And remember, there are desserts for later, too, so you Aye. have to think about that. That's all right. Have you met you? I think we'll have no problem making our way through that. 
I'm glad we got the larger table. That's yeah. that's all I'm saying there. So my question is, I'm, I'm down oh, here we go. two different cocktails. I'm looking at the Our Neighborhood and the Territory Refresher. Which one do you like? I love my personal favorite is the Territory Refresher. Okay. So it's a, it sounds like it's all over the place, right? It's the Hendrix Gin, Creme de Banana, Watermelon, Lime, and Pineapple. But it's a really nice balance of just tropical flavors. And then the Hendrix just brings, brings this like herbal tones to it. It's okay. really good. The so, neighborhood is amazing too, but it's, it's something easier to drink, something you can drink all day. Oh, where you can't taste the alcohol. It's <laughs> so dangerous. Yes. Awesome. So between the two, which one is sweeter? Our neighborhood. Of course you were going to say that because you got... All right, I'm going to start. Notice I said start. You can't say everything on the menu when you're going pet through the cocktail. I'm thinking of two. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of sticking with two, maybe. And maybe I'll have one of each. What? No, no, go ahead. You be you. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of you know food here to help and it's for research purposes only and you'll drive me home so <laughs> i will start with the refresher i'll start there and then i'll move to the other one yes absolutely yeah this is a nice job oh this is fun um i'm gonna be even more difficult i'm just gonna have some lemon for my water please okay so there's a problem with that don't you think don't you think you should don't you think maybe you should order the other cocktail and then we could split them? No, you just, want me, you just want me to order it so you can drink both. Well, I was going to drink both anyway, but at least it was something that you could at least taste one of each. I'll start with this and then we'll move on to... Thank you. And, and this is why you need me at a lounge review. Clearly. Yeah, you cost me way more than other lounge reviews. Thank you. So wait a minute. We just got like the super secret insider pro told. tip from from Dana. Something I never would have thought about. Tell tell me what you just told me. So if you're ordering the pretzel fondue, um, it comes with three pieces of pretzel bread. However, the proportion to the cheese fondue to pretzel, you only get three pieces. So you're going to want to get extra pretzel bread. But I always recommend getting the mushroom bisque. And if you're going to get the extra pretzel bread, make sure you order it with the mushroom bisque because it is the best thing ever. And it should come with it, but it doesn't. So $5 more for extra pretzel bread, and it is just amazing. So you dip the pretzel bread into the fondue, and you dip it in the bisque. Yes, but not together. Like, I mean, you can, but yes, it's a double dipper. So you can order an extra side of pretzel bread. So is that what you, she so, just became your best friend, didn't she? <laughs> she just like enabled you to be able to reorder anything that you want on the menu. So maybe, so you're saying that maybe we need to order more pretzel bread. We'd like to order more pretzel bread, please. <laughs> or at least you can take it home. See, at least pretzel bread, you can take it back to your room, put it, if you don't go through all of it, get a little snack. Take it back to my room. You think it's going to survive? It's actually too bad we're not recording this live, so we can almost put out a call to arms like we need. <laughs> what are you doing? I am taking a picture of the two cocktails that just landed on in front of you on the uh, on the table, which looks pretty darn good. Becky, I am wonderfully appalled at how much food is on our table already, and it's not even everything. I know. I think we're missing a couple of dishes, but the the table's pretty full, and it smells so good. Oh my! God. These ribs look so good. And this monstrous bowl of soup, and then the cheese with the extra pretzel bread. I, I, I think this, in terms of attacking, I think we do ribs first. Okay. We then use the wet naps, and, and then we like we it's reboot. They do bring you quite an assortment of wonderful um, wet, wet. Yeah, there's palettes, about forty-five. Right, which I have a feeling we're gonna we're gonna need. I would say so. So, ladies first, dig in. Oh, you want me to dig in and figure out how to eat these things? Because Correct. They're, they're, uh, that dish is incredibly hot. If you even put your, your hand over it, you can feel the heat. So they are fresh off. Wait, before you get there, tell me about your, your two yes. double-fisting cocktails sitting in front of you. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So the Our Neighborhood is the one that she, was, she said is going to be a little bit more sweet. And in fact, it's, it's a little heavier. It's got that puree in it, so the strawberry puree. 
It does have a hint of sweetness to it, but it's very citrusy. I think that's coming from the, the orange juice and the blackberries. But it's it's a little heavier, and it definitely is one of those drinks that you can drink and not realize that alcohol is in it. Now, the refresher, which she was talking about, which is the territory refresher, um, it looks light. It kind of looks, uh, looks refreshing. And mm, I can taste the banana. It comes through. It's like the, this really nice um, combination of the banana and the pineapple and the watermelon all working together. And I'm not a big Hendrix fan typically, but I don't, another cocktail, I don't really taste the Hendrix uh, because it blends so nicely. So out of the two, I I really do kind of like um, the the sweeter side of things. But I will say if I was going to order it again, I'd order the refresher. Oh, thank thank you so much, Dana, because we didn't have enough food on the table. (laughs) Mind you, we're sitting at like one of the largest tables in here. And that's completely full because the charcuterie, thank you, the charcuterie board just came. Wow, that's beautiful. That is a gorgeous like, presentation. Thank you. Oh, yeah. You, can, you, you wanna, can you take us through? Oh, sure. Thank you. So, goat cheese, aged Parmesan, salami, prosciutto, duck confit, our little garlic pickles, honey off the cone, so it's going to be a bit chewy, and um, house ground mustard, and a buckwheat lavash. Mine. <laughs> wow, that's nice. Between that and the, the the pretzel bread, I am so enamored with the pretzel bread. Without even, it all smells so fantastic. So, bef- now mind you, we're sit- we're here at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, this clearly can be a dinner. It could be sort of mm-hmm. a pre-game dinner. You know, it would be really nice. Little, here's the play. We spend a nice little evening in the Magic Kingdom watch some fireworks you hop on the boat not just to avoid the crowds but because it's a beautiful ride you walk through that sort of giant florida forest past the geyser and the pool and you come inside here late night for this is nice you could do one or the entire thing like you said this could be a dinner for two people just order one of everything share all the bites or a dinner for one. Don't judge me. I can do this. <laughs> this is true. Um, but I, I think this is a, a fabulous way to do meals in the Magic Kingdom. Because if you do big sit-down restaurant meals every single night, it's, it becomes a lot of food after a while. Take one or two of those days in your seven-night stay. Go to a lounge and just order off of the appetizer menu like this. It makes for a great meal. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you hurry up and eat that rib so I can get to that aged Parmesan cheese? I'm working my way to the rib now. And you can do as so as well. I'm going to need a protective coating for my recorder because I have a feeling it's going to be covered in rib stuff. Mm. And so these are, they're marinated in a Chipotle barbecue sauce. And I heard the yummy sound come out. Yeah, it's really good. It's very tangy. It's extraordinarily tangy. So a little bit beyond the, the flavor palette that I like. It's maybe a little bit more tangy than than I'm used to, but it's still very good. I don't know if I could eat an entire plate of them, but definitely could. It would be a good plate to share. Wait a second. Wow. I really like these. You know what? I just came not too long ago from the reopening of Hoopty Doo, which has great ribs. No longer in buckets, but in large... I think these might be better. The meat falls off the bone, so there's more of a dry rub on the hoopty doo ribs. This is definitely more of a sort of mopped-on chipotle barbecue sauce, so there is a lot more. It's a wetter and sort of thicker sauce. It's not spicy at all. There's there's more of almost a a sweetness to the chipotle, so don't let the chipotle throw you off because i know you don't like heat and there's really none of that on here at all it's not this will be a nice compliment with the pretzel bread Mm -hmm. i think it might be the chipotle that that's throwing me off a little bit for the for the tang but it is really good it's flavorful it's not dry whatsoever it is um 
it's a ton of flavors, and I really, really like it. And you clearly do because you have it all over yourself right now. Keep talking. <laughs> I'm going to need time to clean up after this. Yeah, I think so. I need a bath after this. There's a lot of, mm. of sauce going everywhere. These ribs are not a first date food. Mm-hmm. Or it is a good first date food, so you know, oh, yeah, I'm totally fine with okay, him or her sort of licking their fingers. Would you really it's all over- take first date <laughs> It's all ribs. over my face, isn't it? Yes, it is. Would you really do this for a first date? Listen, you? you might okay, be able to know this is the what one. Was, you, let's ask the question. What was you your first know date? This is the one. I'm assuming you don't want this other rib. No, it's all yours. <laughs> where, where did you go on your first date? Ever? Mm-hmm. Yep. It was a long time ago, Becky, mm-hmm. and I didn't date very much. Um, <laughs> I like this. Top 10 ribs in Walt Disney World. I need to write that down. There's a there's a research trip that I'm. If only there was somebody, anybody that I can find, to help me? me do that. I dig these. I would do these. These uh, these late at night. Oh yeah. And these come in at thirteen dollars for three and seventeen for five. So the more you get, the more you save. <laughs> it's like going to Disney World. The more you stay, the more you play, the more you save. Something like that. The more you eat, the more you save. For somebody that doesn't like that rib, Becky, you're doing quite a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. I said the, the flavor palette, the, the t- it's really strong to me. It's a it's a, a strong flavor, which doesn't make it bad. It's just kind of strong. It's very flavorful, and I I, I like I like a little bit of because sometimes some foods, depending on where you go, they're toned down sometimes for different palates. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel this is at all. I really like this a lot. This this gets a this is a solid. These ribs are a solid nine in my book. That's a solid nine. All right, so we're going to move from the meaty and sweet and tangy to something a little bit more almost sort of comfort foody. We've got the cheese fondue dip and the bisque with small individual loaves of pretzel bread. They're almost sort of little baseball-sized loaves of pretzel bread with some grapes as well, too. Ladies first. I think we go fondue first. Okay. And then we move our way over to the soup. See, I I love pretzel bread. Nice big pieces of of salt, like kosher salt on it. It smells so good. Just the pretzel bread by itself. The little butter is like almost perfection. You don't even need butter. I said ladies first, but if you don't hurry up, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump. I'm moving in, I'm moving, I'm moving. Ooh. Mm. No, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All you need to know is mmm. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's really good. Talk about flavorful. That is it's so smooth. And it has a ton of flavor behind it, but it's not overdone. Where you know sometimes the cheese can be just a little bit too much. This is so smooth and so light, and I could eat all of this by myself. You almost, you almost get that little bit of the the bite on the back of the palate mm-hmm. from the sharp cheese and the chardonnay. There's no sort of a, an alcohol or wine overtone to it, but it's very, very subtle. But it adds another sort of extension of the spectrum of just what the flavor... Wow, that's really good. As if cheese couldn't get any better. It did. It really did. I'm so happy we ordered... Remember what I said about the service? They were so smart to order. That $5 is the best $5 we ever spent on that extra pretzel bread. And then you have grapes, too, to the side. So if you want to cut into a little sweetness afterwards, you take a bite after the cheese. It actually is a really nice combination of, of flavor. Yeah. And everything, obviously, is super shareable. Not necessarily the soup, but we're going to share it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm, so good. And then make sure that you try the part with the, a lot of salt on the bread, because that changes the flavor as well. Did you ever do fondue as a kid? Yeah. Like... It's a 70s things, kids, but, like, we actually have a fondue thing at home, and I've done it before um, for, like, parties and stuff like that. Everything is better with cheese. 
did you do tease fondue or did you do different types of fondue as a kid? So recently I remember doing cheese fondue. But as a kid, I remember there was like a cheese fondue and I think there was like a chocolate fondue and there was like a... I could see that 70s yellowish orange thing with the long with the pot with the long skewers with the the boiling oil so my dad used to do that's what it was boiling oil and he would make keep talking I'll keep eating he would make cubes of steak and vegetables and um, different types of meats and you would skewer that with a little fondue stick and you would cook it yourself into the uh, in the fondue pot and it was like the perfect way to create your meal together as a family so we did that, um, the, the dinner type fondue with the boiling oil, and then we would have cheese fondue, and then chocolate fondue. So you'd have three different ones for the three courses. There's a restaurant around here. There's a melting pot. Melting pot. We've, I haven't been there, God, in ages. All right, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move okay. on to the mushroom bisque. It's a, it's a hearty bowl of mushroom bisque, and I'll post photos of all these in the show notes at www.radio.com and on my Instagram uh, stories or reels or whatever, so you can see exactly what we're eating. So this is, oh, it's a very, it's very thick, almost sort of like a, a stew-like consistency. Mm. Oh. oh, you're not going to like this. Don't eat this. It's almost like... It's super thick. Yeah, it's almost like a dip more than it is a soup. Super creamy, nice and earthy. I mean, I have to love mushroom, but that's really yeah. If, wow. if you like mushroom flavor, that's that's amazing. I'm not sure. Let me. You know what? Mm. Maybe I need to try one more piece. Yep. Good call on the extra mm-hmm. on the extra pretzel bread because even for just two people, three pieces isn't going to do it. You need the extra pretzel bread. So again, like super, you don't need a spoon for your mushroom mm-hmm. bisque. You eat it with the pretzel bread. That's mm-hmm. the way that you do it, and that's the way that you share it. I'm going deep. I'm going, like, all the way in. It's almost like a, a thin hummus, in a way. That type of consistency. It's it's very thick. Um, it has a texture to it. So if you like soup that has texture, this is a perfect soup for you. Otherwise, like you said, a dip is probably your, your And breath. even on a scalding hot, super humid day like today... It's delicious. Don't let what's going on on the outside affect what you order here on the inside. Or at least wait until you've um, had a taste of your refresher and then go for the soup after you've cooled down a little bit. Because I know how that's like. You walk in from 96 degrees and you think, soup? I don't want yeah. soup. We almost, we, we almost wrote it off and I'm happy we didn't. Yeah, I did too. We were talking about the menu earlier and we did decide to just forego the chips because... They're the typical house-made potato chips that they have all the way across property. So it's not something that you're going to get here that's a, a unique flavor. I need you to know something, though. Mm. There's a little part of me that re- that regrets not doing it because see, I wanted to dip, dip the it. chips in both of these just to see. You know what? The chips From a purely textural really perspective. Yeah. Maybe oh my not God, I cheese, like... but I think in the, oh, in no. the mushroom soup. I, what did I say earlier? Everything's better with cheese, including chips. <laughs> Wow, that's really good. Good, because the goat cheese over there mm-hmm. is all yours. I can't wait. So, I have to tell you, you win the award for cast member of the century <laughs> for the tip about getting the extra pretzel bread in the mushroom soup. It's so, so, so good, good, and I would never think about doing it. Especially like in the heat, you're like, oh, I don't need mushroom soup. You need the mushroom soup. It's porcini mushrooms. So people who don't like mushrooms actually love that soup. Yeah, it's delicious. And it's a, it's a big portion, too. Like, you can, it, you don't need the spoons. Just get the pretzel breads to share it. It's the only place that you can get it on property because they serve it at Artist Point. So same thing with the ribs. We're the only place you can get it all the cart. You have to get it at Whispering Canyon and the Skillets. So you can get them here or you can get it quick to go. Very quick and convenient. Remember when I said, spoiler alert, this is going to be one of the top ten lounges in Walt Disney World? <laughs> it's moving up the list very, very quickly. All right, let's attack the charcuterie board. By the way, very smart way to do this. Hot stuff first, moving on our way. And this is a nice way to sort of casually end the meal. There's a nice variety of things. I think this is a perfect size for one or two people to split. Mm-hmm. 
ladies first. I'm going to let you dig in. The perfect scenario for if you wanted to get an appetizer before dinner. If you were waiting for your dinner reservation, you could just sit here, order a couple cocktails, and get the charcuterie board, and that would be a perfect way to start a meal. And obviously, like the meats and things like that are, are going to be the same. Ever, I love this this lavash bread. It's it's thin and it's as you can hear, it's very like crispy. And I know you're not a goat cheese person, I'm not so a goat cheese person. yay for me. However, I am a honeycomb person. I love honey mm. off the comb, and anytime you have that on a board, I could just put the fork in that and grab it and eat the I can eat. See now, I on the other hand could eat that goat cheese with a spoon. No sweat. It's delicious. It's creamy. It's decadently good. And I'm I love try. this. Try it. You'll because like sometimes. Try it, Mikey. You'll see, like the, it. The problem with goat cheese is it it has a texture that does not quite agree with my palate. Oh great. So I'm those, videotaping just in yes. case. Yeah no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally no. No. And that's why I videotaped. <laughs> okay, listen. Yep. Different strokes for different folks. It's all good. Wash it down with some... <laughs> I wish I was still recording. Let's take a little bit of the honeycomb. Oh, it's so good. So I'm going to put this... I'm going to put a poll in the clubhouse and or on Instagram. Goat cheese, yes or no? Ugh, no. Just so many levels of no. Mmm. Fresh honeycomb, so so good. Uh, yeah. It's delicious. Honeycomb is coming my way. Honeycomb's big, yeah yeah yeah. It's not small. No no no. Honeycomb's got a big big bite, big big taste or a big big bite. If you weren't born before 1971, you have no idea what I'm talking about. If you get that reference, let me know. I do. And all I did was just take a big bite of the honeycomb. That right there is dessert for me. I could eat that entire thing. I'm going to take some with a spoon. Like. Becky's also wearing half of her honeycomb, too. But we did kind of just end up on my shirt. Mm. That was amazing. Delicious. Amazing. So this is what you do, though. If you okay. like the goat cheese, you take a piece, piece of the lavash, and you put the goat cheese and the honeycomb on it. Tastes that don't go together because one of the tastes just doesn't go at all. That's what somebody said about Reese's peanut butter cups, and now who's laughing? Hey, you do that, I'm gonna go the Parmesan cheese because you know how much we love Parmesan cheese. Sweet and salty and rich and creamy, insanely good. This is right up there with DCL. Try this. It's amazing. Uh, the, the Parmesan cheese. One of the things that I love about Disney Cruise Line is that, especially if you go to to, um, uh, to Palo, you get that little bit of cheese off the cheese tray. This has that same wonderful, rich texture of Parmesan cheese. You can eat directly without having to combine it with anything. It's amazing. You know why they changed Palo to no longer be the buffet and thing. It has nothing to do with COVID. It's because I used to go up to the Parmesan cheese wheel and I would bring Zipcock bags and just bring eight pounds of it. It was one of my favorite things in Palo for brunch. But see, like, I love this. Like a little bit of the meat with some of the mustard. The lavash is so nice and thin so you, it doesn't, so sometimes bread overpowers the taste Mm -hmm. of the meats and the cheeses. This complements it with just a nice little texture. I love it. I love it. And this, the charcuterie, the charcuterie board comes in again at twenty-two dollars. That's a great value for twenty-two dollars. That was really good. And yeah, you're right. The the um, the the bread isn't really bread. It's light. It allows the other flavors from the cheeses and the meats to come through without overpowering it. So, are you a duck confit person? No. This is the best. This is the best thing ever because Becky doesn't eat half of the stuff that's on here. Well, this is the kind of the wonderful thing about having me do this because I, like many of you, I'm a picky eater. I tend to. I'm a picky eater. I pick this. I pick that. I pick that. You pick that up. You pick that up. You pick that up. Um, I there's some flavors and things that don't go well with me, and I'm 
kind of choosy about what those things are. Nothing here, for the exception of the goat cheese, is something that I wouldn't enjoy. I loved everything that we've touched so far. So you might want to... So this is nice because it's not gamey at all. Sometimes duck, if it's not cooked right, there's a there's a textural issue because in sort of the tenderness of the duck. This is actually very light. It doesn't have any sort of strong flavors to it. Try it. You'll like it. I always will try something once. And then sometimes, you know, people say... Wait, let me start videotaping again. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wow. Just in case. This is gold. <laughs> I have a pickle in my hand, too. So this is, this is a wonderful combination. You're right. It's that that doesn't have a gamey taste to it, but it still it doesn't have a. Um, it's not. Yeah, it's not me. Wash it down with your sixteen cocktails in front of you. Yes. Bring it on. So, Eva, that was amazing. But I have two questions for you. One: What is your seasonal pie? We have a lemon meringue tart. It's more like a tart instead of a pie. And the second question is really a two-parter. Your flourless chocolate cake cauldron really comes in a cauldron? Oh, yes. We would like one. And can you please put it directly in front of um, (laughs) my lovely friend here? Absolutely. Would you like to have it with the vanilla ice cream or without the vanilla ice cream? Is the vanilla ice cream bubbling like, you know, smoky like a regular cauldron? But yes, I think yes. It won't be cold. It won't be. Oh, no, yes. Yeah, be cold. Yes, please. <laughs> Becky's nodding. Yes, I would like ice cream. Absolutely. Please. Thank of you. Course, you <laughs> so somehow, Becky, we literally ate almost everything on the menu and pretty much everything that was delivered to our table. So what do you do when that happens? You order dessert. I couldn't have asked for a better presentation when she put down a cauldron of flourless chocolate cake with two scoops of vanilla bean ice cream and a side of whipped cream and two lovely black berries. It is your call. Look, it's even like oozing over the side. Take your spoon and please dig in first. And when I see flourless, in my estimation, that means it's healthy. It doesn't look like cake to me. It looks like chocolate sauce in a cauldron next to two scoops of vanilla bean ice cream. But when you dip your spoon in, you do kind of... Please stop playing with your food. And by your food, I mean our food. Oh, she's stirring it like it's a... Oh, my God, I should have this on video. Stop. Stop. So many levels of stop. There's a lot of chocolate here. It's right up here. Wow. Oh. Oh, wow. Yum. Stop it. <laughs> it's, it's like a melted chocolate bar. I don't think you... Listen, as one of my favorite Disney characters and favorite princesses likes to say... Actually, she didn't say it, but it's from her movie. doesn't matter. Mama Ori used to say, you got to dig a little deeper. You got to really get down there. Hold this. Would you... Hold. Let me show you how to do this. You got to dig all the way down to the bottom of the... Look, to the bottom of the cauldron. Yeah, that's where all the good stuff is. Like all the little children, all the way down to the bottom. What did you just say? What? (laughs) <laughs> See? So you got to get a big heaping spoonful. Again, not a first aid food. It really needs the ice cream. Mm-hmm. It, oh. you, you got to dip that into the ice cream because that mm. gives it that little cold. By the way, mm. let me just go on record by saying I'm not a sweets guy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a not a sweets guy. Not a sweets guy, but... Oh, it's like rich and creamy and decadent, but not overly heavy. Right, she's just she just came over. She nodded and walked away. It's so good. Light and airy. That's exactly what I just said. But it's not it's light and airy. But then that vanilla bean ice cream like yeah. balances. Dana, you and I are on the same the wavelength. Cake itself is not sweet. It's not. They're ganaches, so it's almost like a devil's food cake yes. chocolate where it's not super sweet, but the ganache tops off that. Dana, I'm not a sweets guy, but I really it's like so that. Good. It's I really love good. One in meringue. The ours is like a tart, and I like meringue, so the proportion to the meringue to tart. So I always go with that. I think this That's is good. a nice way to sort of round out the meal and your mm-hmm. day, and oh yeah. And then you go into a coma, pretty much. Right, and then you just then you sleep somewhere. And then you're done. You realize on your tombstone, I'm, gonna put, I'm, I'm not, not a sweet guy. guy. <laughs>
Becky, you're a little cauldron over there. It's deli- it's real. That's really nice. It is really good. Now the ice cream does not come with the cauldron. You have to add that, and I would definitely say add to, it. You have to do you it. Have to because I, I think that 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 balance of the flavors and the texture and the cold with the warm that makes the dessert right there. It reminds me of almost an inside out, um, like Apollo, like chocolate hmm. lava cake, but twice as big. But same thing, you need that cold bit of creaminess from the ice cream. You don't even need the whipped cream because I'm clearly I'm watching my calories today. So I'm going to just ditch the whipped I'm going to eat the blackberry instead of the whipped cream. So I can really. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, this made a meal. This made a perfect meal with all of these choices and the great beverages and then topping it off with this dessert. Great shareable here. I wouldn't get two. I think that this is shareable for two, possibly even three people. It is large when you uh, compare it with the the ice cream. But I think I forgot to take a picture of it other than just you with your hand waving over the cauldron. Wonderful. (laughs) You can still get the... You know what? The only thing better than the small bite menu at Territory Lounge is not the ambiance. It's not the location. It's not even the service, Becky Mankin from Mouse Travel. It's the company. Oh, you just say that because you have a picture of me with my hand waving over a cauldron. I mean, and I want you to pay for dinner too, but no, it's true. This is, it's why I love lounges so much because whether you come with family, whether you come with a small or large group of friends, like this is what this, this table right here. The dinner table, the kitchen table, the dining room table is where some of the best moments and memories and conversations happen. We gather around food and it's sort of that commonality, that that thing that sort of literally brings us and bonds us together. And when you have a nice meal with great service in a great environment, there's nothing else like it. And I love being able to just sort of graze my way around the table and pick and share and and make it a fun meal. Yeah, and that's the other thing I enjoy about this too is that when you're at a restaurant and you have to pick your entree, you're you're stuck with that one flavor, that one thing for your Unless palate. you're on the cruise. Correct. Then you can do what you do, which is say, I want all of these and then all of those from the fourth panel and by the way, two of these. I, I know. Yoda used to say, don't judge me by my order. Don't No, don't judge me. Whatever. It's research. By the size of your order? Right. So this allows you to have different tastes of different things. And I think I really enjoy doing this type of meal a lot more than I do having to pick one entree. And just, especially when you're looking at something, you're like, I want that and I want that and I want that, which would be way too much food unless you're you. But here you at least get that opportunity to get a small plate and share it. It is. It's like a tabletop buffet with friends. There you go. Lounges are tabletop buffets with friends. I need to trademark that somehow. Um, This was wonderful. Our servers were amazing. The company was great. And hopefully you, who was sitting in this empty chair beside us, felt like you were here with us and did not listen hungry. It doesn't matter what I'm talking about on the show. Just never listen hungry just as a precautionary measure. If you are looking to come to Territory Lounge to Storybook Dining, to Geyser Point, or anywhere in Walton. We have to do Storybook Dining. I think we need like a gaggle of people. We need a little small group that will really sort of get into the the Storybook treat. Um, If and when you are ready to come, of course, visit Becky and the amazing team over at MouseFedTravel.com. Yes, please. (laughs) For all of your Disney vacation needs, and MEITravel.com for all of your other needs. And if you're not going to Disney this time, which people sometimes choose not to. I've heard of that. I've heard people do go elsewhere. I've actually done it on occasion, too, which is crazy. It's nuts. (laughs) Becky, as you dig in for what is now going to be... Well, you've eaten the whole thing. So the the last last of the bites... I'm making my way for the ice cream, so you better hurry up. This um, this was a lot of fun. It was absolutely delicious. I want to know from you, have you ever eaten at Territory Lounge? If so, what do you think? If not, is this something that is on your radar? A place to come and visit, even if you're not staying here. The destination is sometimes worth the journey. And then where does this rank in your lounge 
list. And if you come here, do the territory refresher. That's that is now the drink of choice. I think it would. It's in the top five. It's in the top five of cocktails. What did I call it? Lounges are a tabletop buffet with friends. With friends. Yeah. I like this. And territory refreshers. Time for our Walt Disney World trivia question of the week, where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details in what you see, hear, taste, or remember. If you think you know the answer, you can enter for a chance to win a Disney prize package. And this week's trivia contest is once again brought to you by you. Because as part of the WW Radio Nation, you literally help bring every episode of the show to life, every live broadcast, the contests and giveaways. They really are thanks to you. And you can find out how you can help the show for as little as a dollar per month and get exclusive rewards every month like scavenger hunts, trivia quests, take part in our group video calls, get access to our private Facebook group, their shirts, stickers, monthly care packages from the parks and much more. And don't forget that a portion of your contribution goes to our Dream Team project to directly benefit the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. Because of you and your support and generosity, we've raised more than $550,000 for Make-A-Wish. I want to quickly thank some of the new and longtime members of the Nation family, including Josh Smits, Holly Robinson, Bill Anderson, Jimmy Swoop, and Melanie and Bill. I am so incredibly grateful to and for you and the love and the support and the friendship and the help. And I love being able to give back to you each and every month. And again, to find out how you can be part of the Nation family, you can visit www.radio.com support. And before we get to this week's trivia question, let's go back, review last week's and select our winner. So as we've been celebrating and honoring America the last two weeks on the show, last week I asked you to tell me which U.S. president was the very first to record his voice for the Hall of Presidents in Liberty Square. First, thanks to so many of you who entered, got this one correct and knew that it was, of course, President Bill Clinton. Now, although the Hall of Presidents opened in 1971, Bill Clinton was president from 1993 until 2001, but his was the very first voice that was ever recorded by the sitting president for the Hall of Presidents. Since that time, every current sitting president has recorded his voice, and you can, of course, also hear the voices, I mean, not actual voices, of President George Washington and Abraham Lincoln during the show. Now, I took all the correct entries, randomly selected one, and last week, you were not just playing for a WWE pin and keychain. Instead, I was going to send the winner a WWE mug and a mystery prize, and last week's winner, randomly selected, is... Megan Cyber. So, Megan, congratulations. I have your address and we'll get your prize package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So, this week, as long as we are staying and eating at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, I want you to tell me what two animals can be found atop the two large totem poles in the lobby of Disney's Wilderness Lodge. On each of the two grand totem poles, there are two different animals. What two animals are they? And you know what? I, I was in between two different trivia questions, so there's a bonus question. If you get the bonus question right, you'll get extra credit. I don't know what that means in terms of prizes, but I'll give you an extra prize as well. Because the architect of Disney's Wilderness Lodge also designed another Walt Disney World resort. Which resort is it? Which resort did the architect of Disney's Wilderness Lodge also designed in Walt Disney World. You have until Sunday, July 17th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern to go to www.radio.com, click on this week's podcast, use the form there, and you know what? This week I'm going to send you a mug and mystery prize, which you can only win by winning a trivia contest. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much once again for taking the time to tune in this and every week. I'd love to know your thoughts about Territory Lounge at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Have you been there before? Are you thinking about going now? 
Would you share your pretzel bread with me? Come be part of the community and conversation over in the WW Radio Clubhouse at www.radio.com slash clubhouse, where we talk all things Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars. Come by, introduce yourself, and be part of this warm, friendly, welcoming community that you have helped create. Please also make sure you like the WW Radio page on Facebook at facebook.com slash WW Radio and turn on notifications. I put a very short instructional video on how to turn on notifications and see first on the WDW Radio page so you don't miss a thing, including and especially our live broadcasts, which take place every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern at WW Radio Live. But also to make sure you don't miss a thing when I go live other times, including this coming week. Because from Thursday, July 14th through Tuesday, July 19th, I'm going to be aboard the maiden voyage of the Disney Wish. The very first voyage with guests on the Disney Wish, along with Becky Mankin from Mouse Fan Travel. And I'm going to be sharing that experience with you real time and live, both on my Instagram stories and reels and posts at Instagram.com slash as well as Facebook Live. So everything from embarkation to dining to room tours to entertainment to adult nightlife pools, everything in between, there's going to be a lot to see and do that I want to share with you. Now, both Becky and I were on the christening cruise of The Wish about a week or so ago, and I did already share a number of stories and reels and posts both on Instagram as well as Facebook. So check those out. It's a good good primer before her first real voyage this coming week. And if there's anything that you want to make sure that I see or do or cover or questions that you have that you want me to answer while on board, please let me know. And speaking of The Wish, we have our August 1st cruise on the Disney Wish. It is our first WW Radio group cruise on The Wish that I cannot wait for. And so the day before the cruise on Sunday, July 31st, we're going to do our meet of the month in Walt Disney World from 3 to 4 p.m. at Sunshine Seasons in the Land Pavilion in Epcot. So make sure that you make a park reservation for Sunday, July 31st and come by, say hi. You don't need to be coming on the cruise in order to come to the meet of the month. Come alone, bring the whole family. Everyone is welcome. And speaking of a place where everyone is welcome and things we do the night before the cruise, that same night on July 31st, as we often do the night before a cruise, we host a special event or gathering for those people coming on board the ship. But this year, we're doing something a little bit different because we're going to have a WW Radio private harmonious dessert party the night before the cruise. And whether you're coming on the cruise or not, I'd love for you to join us. So we've made an arrangement with Disney to have a little bit of extra space in Epcot for a private dessert party on July 31st at 8 p.m. To find out more and to get your ticket, they are very limited, and we do expect this event to sell out. You can go to www.radio.com slash wish party and get your tickets for our private dessert party in Epcot, whether you are coming on the wish with us or not. It's a great place and time to meet, eat, snack, eat, and make some friends as well. Also, check out the events page at www.radio.com slash events for other meetups, events, including our Disney Wish Cruise on December 5th, our Very Merry Time Cruise, our April 15th, Disney Fantasy 8-Night Bermuda and Bahamian Overnight in Bermuda Cruise, Adventures by Disney, and a few other things that I haven't quite announced yet. Also, speaking of events in Walt Disney World, but this time with a little bit of a twist, each year for the past, well, now six years, I've been holding my Momentum Weekend Workshop in Walt Disney World. It is a two-day, 50-person event where content creators and podcasters and entrepreneurs, small business owners, authors, and those people looking to turn that dream that they have and what they love into what they do or take their brand and business to the next level get together for a weekend of learning and sharing and networking and collaborating and community that will help you move the needle and make a real difference. For more information, you can visit lumangelo.com slash momentum. I have extended the early bird special for a few more days. The event is currently more than 50% sold out. So if you are interested in coming, take advantage of the early bird pricing, which ends on July 18th and get your seat now. There's also discounted rooms at the host resort, the Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista, which happens to be just located right across the street from Disney Springs. 
And if you or someone you know is a speaker or are interested in speaking at Momentum, I'm looking for a small group of engaging speakers and content creators and entrepreneurs, social media experts and storytellers who are looking to come in and share valuable, actionable information, tools, trips, and strategies with the Momentum attendees. Speaking at Momentum isn't just fun and in Walt Disney World, but it's also a great way to grow your influence and continue to establish your expertise. Again, you can learn more and submit your application by visiting lumangelo.com slash momentum. And if you know somebody who would be a great presenter, please let them know or share that information with them. Or if you have somebody that you would like to recommend as a speaker, reach out to me and email me lou at www.radio.com. And finally, my friend, and you are my friend, whether we have met yet or not, all I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. The best ways to do that are simply by telling your friends, leaving a rating and review over an Apple podcast or Spotify. I want to thank some reviewers like Frank Marlowe, who says it's an absolutely fantastic podcast for any Disney fan. I started listening last year. It was hooked. The top tens, the DSIs, the trivia questions, interviews, live reviews, the list goes on and on. If you haven't gone back to show one and listened to the back catalog, do it. I did three months ago and finally caught up today. Wow. I'm considering going back and doing it all over again. There are so many hidden gems. Lou, a huge thank you for everything you do. Each podcast brings the world of Disney closer. Thank you. I sincerely appreciate the kind words and the review. And thank you for taking the time to tune in and listen. I hope the show put a smile on your face. Probably a little bit of a hunger in you as well. And as Quasimodo from the Hunchback of Notre Dame said... Today is a good day to try. Go out, pursue your passion, follow that dream, do what makes you happy, choose the good, find the good in everything that you see and do and in the people that you meet and be that positive light that you want to see in this world. You can make a difference one person, one day, one act at a time. I love you so very much. I appreciate you more than you know. If there's ever anything that I can do, for you, please reach out and let me know. I hope to see you on the live show this week at the end of the month, at the meet of the month, or in Harmonious. So until next time, see ya. Hey, Lou, this is Stacy. Um, I just wanted to call because I was listening to episode 684 about the top 10 all-American foods in Walt Disney World. And I, I agreed with pretty much all of the list. I haven't tried every single one of the uh, food items and restaurants, but I agreed with much of it, uh, what I have tried. Um, but I felt like I should bring up uh, my own personal favorite American meal. And I, maybe it's because it was invented in America. Um, at the Hollywood Browns Derby, you have the Cobb salad and the grapefruit cake. I feel like those two are... Um, quintessential America, specifically, you know, Hollywood of, of a, of a bygone era, but they're, they're still around and they were invented in America. Uh, so I feel like those, those are two things that if anybody gets into Hollywood studios and wants something that's unique that they can really, you know, only get either in Hollywood, you know, or, uh, at Walt Disney World, you know, I think that's, people should, have that on their radar. Um, yeah, so great episode. It made me very hungry. Uh, <laughs> never listen while hungry, right? Um, but uh, yeah, so a great, great uh, episode, great list, and I just wanted to add those two. So have a good one. Take care, and uh, see you on the flippy flip. Hi, Lou. It's Joe from Orange Park, Florida. I just got done listening to episodes 601 and 602 all about the music in Magic Kingdom. And I think this is my favorite, favorite episode series, I guess you could say, or duet, duo. Uh, because I, I am a huge music person. I love the music of the back of the parks. I have a whole playlist of all of them. I listen uh, when I'm working, doing yard work, whatever. For Magic Kingdom, it is such a hard choice. I absolutely love Carousel of Progress. I can recite the entire show word for word. I swear it. Uh, I love Grim Grinning Ghosts. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. So all of it is very difficult. But if I had to choose absolutely one, even though Carousel of Progress is a, a very special place in my heart, I absolutely love the entire ride soundtrack to Splash Mountain. And that is because it's so cheerful, it's so happy, 
it is truly an earworm. And they may not say it, but it was meant to be an earworm. It just sticks in my head. I found myself humming it, whistling it, whatever. Uh, and I, I especially like in the, uh, in the ride. I'm, I'm born and raised in Florida. So a little, uh, chew milk, I think it is with the, uh, the sneeze that says FSU. I think that's so cool and such a little Easter egg. And it's kind of off topic, but that just kind of blends into the music and it's beautiful. I love it. Uh, keep, keep choosing the good and doing the good. I love your show. Please keep it up. You bring me endless, uh, hours of commuting joy and, uh, it makes the, the traffic a little more bearable. Thank you. You have a good one. Hi, everybody. It's Elizabeth from Massachusetts. Just finished episode 681, I believe, about Fantasy Land. Um, as always, a super awesome top 10. Um, I think Fantasyland is always one of my favorite sections of all of the parks in Disney World. Um, and I think you guys mentioned this, too, but that it's kind of just that quintessential Disney World. It's like what people think of when they think of, you know, what the parks stand for, what Walt stands for, it being a family-friendly place where everyone can come together, enjoy, and be a kid. Um, my favorite parts, um, personally, definitely have to be those quintessential rides. So, like, sitting on the carousel, it's just being easy and feeling like a kid again, and the same thing with Dumbo, too. Um, so, yeah, there's nothing quite like it, and I think it's what makes the parks unique and helps the branding with Disney, too. So, again, thank you for awesome content great episode um i hope everyone's having a magical week it is tuesday right now and uh yeah i hope everyone's summer is good and just kicking off well especially up here in the northeast i know a lot of schools are either just finishing um or finished this week so yeah i hope everyone's doing something magical and looking forward to a magical summer talk to y'all real soon bye